0: <laughs> nope nope, nope. Uh, we didn't see a movie today um, no we, we just didn't we didn't feel like it you know um, we saw we went to the theater saw the posters and we were like no we're not doing it no not today and then we went back to our vehicle got into it and then we were like Nope, don't want to go home. <laughs> nope, go home, go nope, go, nope, can't do that. So then we ended up seeing the movie. Nope. <laughs> nope. Yep. Nope. Nope. Yep. Maybe. Nope. No. 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 Nope. no. We didn't. No. We didn't see a movie at all. This is just a a really late April Fool's joke. April Fool's joke in July. <laughs> uh joe biden <laughs> you'll get no more context audience <laughs> yeah. i know i know yeah just read the global Inquirer. they have all the truth nothing but the truth just like a supreme court <laughs> i have no idea nope nope <laughs> Oh, all right. but uh, yeah, the movie we saw was Nope, um, Jordan Peele's third feature film. Um, Get Out was his first one, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, it's a good, it's a good thriller horror movie, psychological, whatever. A lot of good commentary on society. It's funny as hell too. Um, Us, the most recent one. I mean, not really, but like you know, before nope, us was really good. Seeing it in the theater was I, it was I really, really like fun. It was it was a, it was like a good it. it was good. Um, again, there was some social commentary about a lot of societal issues. It was funny again, and it was very thrilling at the same time. and it had a very unique concept of um like a home invasion, basically, kind of with people. That for themselves <laughs> but <laughs> i can't remember what the world was but um yeah it, it was a really good movie really good. um i didn't like the ending to that one that much but um i haven't know the um, in us i don't but i haven't watched it in a while i i think the only time i saw the movie was when we were we went to it at theaters yeah. i think <clears throat> um but yeah no nope was the next movie that he's made, and I mean, honestly, he's keeping that great track record going. He hasn't made a bad movie yet, I am happy to announce. Um, Jordan Peele, yet again, has created a very tense movie, a very funny movie at times. Not as I don't think it's as funny as um, the, any of the other ones, but I mean, there's some good jokes in there. Um, my favorite character... He had all the best jokes. Was um god, what was his name? I've seen that dude before Brandon Pier uh, or whatever. He played Angel in the in the in uh Nope. And he was I thought he was really funny. He was one of my he was like the good like comedy relief in the movie. I liked him. Um Um but uh I lost my thought. Oh, well, um, Jordan Peele just he he has a great way of weaving certain things together, whether that's like the first movie was like a psychological thriller yeah. and a comedy and commentary. The other one was, like I said, a home invasion and social commentary, a lot of good twists and turns with it. what he does is he takes familiar things, things that are very conventional but then mixes them all together and makes something very unique. Quentin Tarantino kind of does a similar thing with all of his movies and Nope is no different. Like he creates, um, basically a science fiction film and a kind of a thriller and then meshes this together and creates like a very, very big spectacle a very cool world. And that's just—it's something great to watch. Like the whole time I was just sitting there watching it, and I'm just like, it doesn't get much better than this from like a technical standpoint, from a filmmaking's yeah. perspective. Like everything's top notch. I know. I, I'm not into the whole alien. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, no, so we, know didn't you we didn't say it. We didn't say what that. We didn't even mention that. Yeah. This movie's about basically aliens or like like a like i said he puts uh, familiar things but kind of spins the top on them really, this is basically I, 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 about a ufo but we'll we'll talk about the the whole that whole ufo thing later because he did something really fascinating with a very old trope with science fiction and aliens. Do you remember the facts of, like, I think it's like <laughs> that's how quick... Like, throughout the movie, they mentioned, like, the alien ship. Like, if it was real, it would be up to two football fields. Yeah. Or whatever. And you, no you, field, you yeah. do see glimpses of this early on. You don't see much of it. And that was something very smart that Jordan Peele did. You did not see this very often. Like, you saw it for a couple seconds. Mm-hmm. And then it would go away. You didn't see it until the very end, like the big epic ending that it was. Um, The cinematography is fucking beautiful in this movie too. I really love this, how this movie looked. There was one cool shot early on. Remember when they went to the carnival? That That carnival thing where, where the guy basically puts on shows (laughs) dealing with the ufos they They get sucked up by this (laughs) ufo and they all die and this is kind of where you're like okay this is not a normal ufo thing because they're sucked in you kind of see the inside of this thing and it's definitely not made of metal (laughs) it's definitely not like your stereotypical ufo thing or whatever they they called another called it another thing but um no it it was it was so to me it was so unique it almost looked like it had um not scales but almost like sensory feelings to like feel things and stuff like that um but we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit um the movie starts out but oh oh the carnival they went back to the carnival and there was this nice shot it was like in the evening, and yeah. they just, uh, the main uh, character, I don't remember his name, the, uh, what the what's, his act, what's the actor's name? I need to do this before. Daniel Kaluya or I can't remember. The Black like Panther movie, though. Yes. Him and Kiki Palmer, they were um, uh, siblings, and they were walking back, and it was just a nice shot. In the evening time that the sun was setting and it was just it was just a cool shot of them walking back to their house i don't know i just really <laughs> like there's a bunch of shots like that um but anyway so we'll start at the beginning um they went to uh what, what was it a commercial and yeah. their horse trainers it's been in the family for decades and de- you know years and years and they they basically got fired from the job. Actually, no, I forgot the complete beginning. Yeah, I was gonna... that him and his father were out, and oh, I didn't think that beginning. yeah, that beginning. Oh, okay. Well, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that too. We'll talk about that too. Um, we'll talk about that, um, we'll talk about that when we get to uh, Stephen Young, um, the um the guy who ran the carnival. Thing or what I don't even, I'm just gonna call it a carnival. It, it, yeah, it's it, it's easier to explain it as a carnival, <laughs> but um, um, uh, Daniel Kaluuya or Kaluuya, whatever, um, Claudio, <laughs> no, um, but uh, he was just going on with his day. They were training their horses because they train trained horses for movies and shit like that. And something, the something just felt off. Something was happening. Like I think his phone wasn't working right. Yeah. And he noticed, and he's like, "Whoa, something's going on." And then he looked over to his father, and he was kind of like hunched over, and he fell off, and he was killed. And what they retrieved from the body was a coin. Was it a quarter or was it a nickel? I can't remember. It was one of those two. No, in his eye, because remember it with that little slit oh, in his God. eye? Yeah, but anyway, they found that, and he's like, this shit's fucked up. This isn't right. <laughs> and me, an audience member, is like, yeah, that's not fucking right. Because <laughs> you, you just see it, and you're like, holy shit, there's something fucked up going on here. And then they do that, and I can't remember what happened after that. But a couple other things happened and they kind of went to the conclusion that something just wasn't right because him and his sister were talking and they're like, you know, the way dad died, it it was under very strange circumstances. And, you know, um, we should keep track of this. Oh, no, 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 no. I remember because remember he went out. He went out after the uh, that uh, audition thing for that commercial, right? That yeah, we were starting basically. to talk about. They basically got fired from that. Yeah. But then he saw something flying at, during yeah at night, right? And he was like, "Fuck!" something uh, like he was like, "I saw something." Like the lights went out. She was playing Kiki Palmer was playing a record in their home. That yeah. went out. His phone wouldn't work. All the Like I said, all the lights went out, and he's like, shit. So then he kept looking, and he saw something kind of fly by. And this is where I talk about the flying, or the UFO, I guess, mm-hmm. um, being hidden mostly. You just see it for a couple snippets. Goes by, and then all of a sudden you hear this horse make a very, very loud noise. Something that horses do not do. <laughs> Basically eats it. <laughs> and that's when they went up and Kiki palmer was like, what the fuck happened. Like, what's going on with you? Like what did you see something? And he's like, he's all stoic is like, no, I didn't see anything. He's trying to be Batman, you know? He's like, I didn't see anything. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't and yeah, and then comes to find out that, you know, he saw some shit. And she's like, Oh shit, you saw shit. And he's like, Fuck yeah, I did. And then the next day they were like, we got to get this on camera. So they went to an electronics store, got cameras, got that all souped up. And then that's where my favorite character, Angel, comes in. (laughs) And that was really cool. Um, They got all that set up. And um, the cinematographer from the commercial comes into play later. Remember, that's the same dude. Comes the same dude. So Kiki Palmer tries to get a hold of this guy because she's like, we know shit's going down. Like... Fucking people are gonna die. We're gonna die. We want to catch a UFO. We want to be rich and famous. We want to be the ones who capture it. And he's like, "Nope, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna do that because <laughs> I don't believe you. Uh, you know." And uh, <laughs> I, you. I don't believe you. But and that, that's what happened there. And um, yeah, that was that was about it. You don't see him until later in the movie when they try actually capturing yep. another shot. Um, what happens? Well, actually, what happens after that? Then you have a flashback scene. Now we can talk about the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the movie starts with this monkey just fucking hammering down on a woman. And you're like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> And then it was like a Jordan Peele film, and you're like, okay, well, that's cool. And then you see um, their father die, Kiki Palmer, and all you know. They, you see it, <laughs> their dad die, and then you're like, okay, what? Okay, What's what? What does make? this monkey have to do? And then they go over to Stephen Young, who's the Carnival Man, yeah. to his place, trying to sell a horse so they can make money because they're poor shit. And they ultimately sell them the horse. And then he goes, and he, he used to be like a child actor. And he tells the story of this chimpanzee, was it a chimpanzee? <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Going AWOL during the middle of a shoot that they were on for a season, start of season two. They were filming an episode in season two. Yeah. And they were like, shit, you know, some, I don't know what happened, or but something clicked in that. And just murdered fucking everybody. <laughs> Except one person, because remember that one lady yeah. played a part, because he was like, I, "That There's a woman right there sitting in the crowd. That was my first crush. And, you know, so I'm a, I can't. First crush. <laughs> well, I mean, her face wasn't fucked up yeah. until the monkey fucked her up. <laughs> that was her? That, I'm just assuming that's kind of like what I picked up from it was that was the one that was like, you know, her feet. I'm assuming she wasn't dead. I'm assuming that's who it was. But yeah, so they go there. He tells that story. And then that scene didn't happen until later. I can't remember when the scene happened, but it happened later, that whole flashback thing. It was really, it's fucking brutal, (laughs) honestly. (laughs) But um, they go back and forth between all this stuff. And essentially this UFO sucks in all of the... (laughs) all of the people at the carnival he's doing a performance this is probably my favorite scene of the movie it's so i like i love this it was pretty tense i liked it a lot um he was going on with the performance and he kind of sees this thing flying in the background yeah. and he's like oh shit you know he, he was like telling his wife like we need to you know go with it like we can't appear scared or anything yeah. like that that didn't work because they all got eaten to bits and to shreds. And then eventually it went to the house of our favorite, favorite siblings and basically just poured all of the blood and all of the items that was sucked up in the carnival. And it was like, even t- until the end of the movie, you saw that the house was just caked in dry blood. It was just by that time, it was just baked in there, you know, yeah. It's like gra- good grandma's cooking, you know, her banana bread, you know, baked in so much. Um, That happens and then they get uh, the cinematographer gets a call or not gets a call. He gets a hold of them and they ultimately come back or he comes back there and helps them out. He brings his own camera. He dies eventually, but he brings one of the crank cameras that has film and stuff because anything electrical, it just won't work, which smart. It's a good thing to do (laughs) when you're doing a movie like this. And no, I really appreciated that, but he come back basically was killed. They had, they had all this. They had a plan to capture this. Didn't work um ultimately they ended up going to or well kiki palmer ended up going back to the um carnival area trying to capture this photo of this thing which yeah i haven't explained it yet but <laughs> i'll explain it soon yeah. enough um but captured a photo of it and then the photo fo- the, like the printed photo at the end is what you see and oh I I should say earlier it's like this well and these kids she come up to these kids earlier and she got in the middle of the photo and they're like you fucking bitch (laughs) 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 but like you put coins in it you crank it and then it takes photo and yeah like and that's what she does to capture the UFO and and uh, basically what a big floating man that she (laughs) put up the sky. <laughs> yeah, no that that's basically what happened, and I gotta okay. That's from you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was good. <laughs> Um, yeah. So that's essentially what happened there. Um, but the next thing we'll get into that. Um, we'll talk about what the UFO actually was. After listening to you, that ad that I inserted, now we're on to um, the whole UFO thing. Here's the thing. It's not like a flying saucer. Like <laughs> people would come to believe. Spoiler alert. I mean, like if you, if you don't know by now, all the movies that we watch, we spoil the fuck out of them. <laughs> so if you, if you don't understand that, fuck yourself. I'm kidding. <laughs> i'm kidding but like no i know but like remember like when i said when the whole carnival got sucked up like you saw almost like sensory things on it it was so cool and like there was i can't remember if it was a woman or something inside of this thing but like you could tell she was like having troubles breathing she was just like suffocating and you're like holy this is fucking fucked up this is crazy and um yeah no like it was really cool and then like towards the end of the movie like it it almost looked like material from a blimp (laughs) but i'm not gonna lie that's what it kind of looked like it looked like at first i thought okay it looked like you know like a tongue like almost the texture of a tongue you know like the sensory things that's kind of what it looked like but then like when shit hit the fan and like when it started like falling apart you're like well that's not (laughs) that that, that's not like that it's not like a dong it's a blimp man (laughs) but no that's what i really appreciate like yes it's still an unidentified object but it was something completely original and different because i don't think i've seen a ufo portrayed like that in a movie before or like any alien the whole the unidentified object was the alien. There wasn't anything that come out of it, like a creature, like this yeah. bright green little booger, you know? Yeah. That they didn't do that. <laughs> they just were like, no, this this thing, this ship thing, it's actually the killer. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought that was really cool. Yeah. And I mean, like, if you're listening and you you know that I'm wrong, please tell me. And I want to watch that movie and then I'll do a review on that movie because that sounds like a great idea. Um, you could definitely tell in this movie that um, Jordan Peele was like inspired by the twilight zone and things like that, because it just, to me, it felt like an elongated like twilight zone episode <laughs> Not, <laughs> to me. It did. <laughs> it just felt straight out of the sixties. And I'm pretty sure that's what he was going for. It was like a very throwback sci-fi thing but like with you know social commentary well let me talk about the social commentary in this movie basically it's people who are materialistic because and how people portray the media and stuff like that because remember the the tmz guy (laughs) he was was like please tell me what's going on here and they're like you need to go and he died (laughs) because he was too fucking stupid (laughs) You know that's a theme in this these movies horror horror movies in general. This isn't technically technically a horror movie, but it has like a couple of horror elements. But they just make dumb decisions, <laughs> and I mean, in other Jordan Peele movies, they no actually they are not that dumb. They make decent decisions in them, but yeah, no, they so they like kind of poke fun at like what people do and how they consume media and stuff like that and that's a nice touch i i think this is the least heavy-handed movie when it comes to commentary on people in life but um he did it very well and i mean honestly everybody in this movie was good i liked everybody in this movie um i thought everybody was good this yeah I still, I don't, I'm not a big fan of her either, but I liked her in this movie. At first I was like, oh, you're annoying. And then I'm like, okay, you're giving this. But yeah, and then you're like, you're used to the energy. And that's, I mean, I kind of appreciate the energy she did give for this movie. Otherwise it would have been like, yeah. And this movie was at a steady pace. I didn't think it felt like the two hour runtime, especially like after shit was starting to hit the fan. I'm like, this movie was like two hours and 15 minutes. It did not feel like a two hour and 15 minute movie. I will admit that like this movie blew by it. Like it was so quick. It, I thought it was paced very well, at least in my mind. And I thought the first hour of buildup just made the ending so much more fulfilling. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I have a lot to say other than Jordan Peele. The next movie you're gonna make, it's probably going to be fucking awesome too. Like, you're three for three, man. And if you haven't watched any like Key and Peele before, fucking watch Key and Peele because <laughs> <laughs> it's just a good. It's a good sketch comedy show. That's this is the man's roots. Is Key and Peele. Watch it, man. I don't know where it is these days, but yeah. No, and this kind of inspired me to start watching Twilight Zone again. Well, actually, he did. You know, the they s- started to do Twilight Zone again. Yeah. You know, it was like a few years ago. He produced that show, or he he kind of helped put it on the take it off the ground. And I think he directed an episode or two. Uh, don't quote me on that because I'm not entirely sure, but I yeah. think he did. I haven't watched any of it, but. Uh... I don't, I haven't heard anything about it either. I just know it happened like three or four years ago. I don't even think. I don't, I don't think it's still airing. So uh, that's kind of sad because I think the Twilight Zone is something that should live on forever because they tried reviving it a few times. But yeah, mm-hmm. Jordan Peele's great. Otherwise, goodbye and hey, good night. Nope. Good ending.